Welcome to Hello Uglies, the Dracula recap show for Titan Season 1, Episode 7. This episode is titled, I don't know, Cauldron Fight Postmortem. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one battle monster herself from Bloody Podcast. Please say, Hello, Uglies, to Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Hello. How are you, Joe? I'm fine. We are here on a weekend. We don't usually do the weekends. We here don't. Here to recap. Shut uh, up. <laughs> the, the fight in the cauldron uh, between basically Zavaletta versus the world. Not Zavaletta. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made a genuine mistake, but it 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 is very reminiscent it of does, Zav- yeah. La Zavaletta. It uh, it's Mel- Melissa B. Fierce uh, yes. versus the world, yes. and um, and that led to her basically uh, uh, quitting the show. And so yes. um, there's a whole thing. So let's just really we don't need to re- we already done a recap show. This is an addendum to that recap show. But as you guys know, uh, Melissa B. Fierce and Coco Kane are placed in the bottom two. Yes, and Melissa is like not having it at all this episode she's not. like she has from the very beginning has said that she's not and not not really specifically i feel like but she's just saying she's over the the show she's over she's the over girls the show. she's over mm-hmm. the girls in the room except for yeah. coco except for coco she's over everybody in the room she's a, 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 a done with their fake asses they're fake they're two-faced, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Now, before we get into the fight, which we're going to analyze this fight in detail, Mama, uh, don't you worry. Um, what is your general overall impression of the fight of uh, Melissa B. Zavaleta uh, leaving the show? Every Everything that happened, just your general overall take on what happened. Well, I, I would like to start off by saying, first off, I don't think she should have been in the bottom. So mm-hmm. I feel like the the Boulay brothers put her in the bottom because they knew that something was coming. Oh, really? They, I have a way different conspiracy theory, but go ahead. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like they they the producer, their producers or whoever was working with them was selling them, hey, Melissa is not having it. She's just, she seems like she's ex- like over it, exhausted, whatever. Oh, so I see. Uh-huh. I would put her in the bottom because odds are she'll like, she'll set it aflame. She'll go yeah. for a broke sort of thing and that's what she did Mm -hmm. i think that she was genuinely hurt that she was put in the bottom and instead of reacting to the actual people who put her in the bottom which is the belay brothers Mm -hmm. uh she instead decided to yell uh i feel like and i don't know we we can get into it but not really clearly stating what her issue is yeah and just yelling about like 40 different things um and then and then it just seemed like she was just, you know, I mean, look, if the whole husband thing is real, is real, then mm-hmm. she's, yeah, she's definitely dealing with a lot. Yeah. And so I think that it just reached a tipping point and she just had a breakdown. She just started crying and she was just like, I just, she, you know, she just started crying cause she just, you know, is just over all the stress and everything. So, yeah. I have very complicated thoughts. Uh, you brought a fresh take on it uh, because I have been. Melissa B. Zavaleta. I have been her before. I have been that person in 2022 during the whole Spotify program I was in. I've been that person. Okay. Yeah. However, um, how should I say this? Because I let me put it this way: if this were to be a crime, it wouldn't be a first degree crime. Like in other words, I don't think it was planned. However, it would be second degree, and what I mean is. In the heat of the moment, I think she realized what was going on and made some very important choices. And what I'm saying is, remember, so on the last episode, you talked about how, uh, remember when at the top of the show. Coco. Yeah, Coco was all like, I I feel she was kept looking back. Yes. That there was another person. Yes. And I said, this plays into what I believe. And what I mean is. The the cast members, the contestants seem to be very sensitive uh, and aware of the production and the, the 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 gaggery, okay. Yes. So, and I think in the same way, 
Melissa was very aware because the Boulets said when they when when the Boulets said, oh, there are going to be, you know, consequences to this action that Melissa sensed and whether she was right or wrong, but I think maybe she might have been right, that they were going to do a double elimination that night. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. By the way, I don't think that she plotted this out, but I think when she was in the bottom two and in that time and she's going through her feelings and she's like, oh, we're doing a double elimination tonight. Right. And so she was like, because Coco is her friend. If I make a scene and I quit. They won't do the double elimination and I will save my friend. I don't think she now hear hear me out. I don't think she plotted this out i think in the middle of realizing oh if i just quit that saves coco i don't see how that's it i mean if you quit you still they could still be like well we're still eliminating well i think she was taking a chance but what i'm saying is because no because then if you think about it you want every episode to end with a gag okay so the gaggery of this would be double elimination but if melissa quits that's the gag. They don't need that. They can save that gag for the next episode. Now, I don't know if they're really going to do a double elimination, right? But I, this is, by the way, this is a wild speculative theory. This is just what I think. I think, and by the way, I'll even say I could be completely wrong, obviously, but I could, I'm still going to say Melissa might be having the same conspiracy theory that I do, and she's completely wrong. Maybe they were never going to do a double elimination. I think they were wrong because here's what I think. I think they put Melissa in the bottom because they knew it would bring good television. They didn't realize she would quit. They just knew. And I think they were going to eliminate Coco. So I think the only person she saved was Coco. Okay, so you'll go with me. So maybe she knew if I give up, like maybe she thought the same thing. Maybe she's like, oh, shit, they're going to get rid of Coco. I don't want to be here anymore anyway. So if I quit, I'm saving my friend. Uh, I guess so, but I don't know. It just, I don't understand the quitting of a, of a reality show competition. Like, it just doesn't make sense to no, me. No, I'll tell you why it does make sense. Now, again, I can't put this in her head that she was thinking this way. But if you quit the show, you go out in a more blaze of glory than you were eliminated in some boring uh, penultimate episode. Because supposedly, supposedly, the finale, I, okay. The rumor was there were 10 episodes, okay? So people thought, okay, well, there's going to be episode eight, which is next, a reunion, and then the finale, okay? But someone online got a hold of of some sort of, like, ad or promotional thing from Shudder where they were talking about the calendar for all the cool things on Shudder. And on the 20th, I think it is, uh, it says Dragula finale, which would mean there's only nine episodes. What they could be doing, by the way, speaking of conspiracy theories, is yes, there are 10 episodes, but very wisely, nine episodes of the season, and then, oh, you have to stay another month and pay the extra $6 if you want to watch the reunion. Oh, that's actually, yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Uh, And we'll do the reunion after the new year, you know? And so everyone has to stick around for another month. Maybe that would be a smart thing that they do. I don't know if they're going to do it. All right, Lori, let's do but, let's have, oh, go ahead. Okay. I I guess my thing is I legit feel like Melissa had a chance to win the show. That's the only reason. Oh, Look, still? If, yeah. If this was Hoso, if this was Hoso and, and Coco or even Eva and Coco and Eva fell on her sword, I could see that. Because I don't think Eva's going to win. But, Lori, let's be but, honest. Don't you think for the past two or three episodes, it's been pretty obvious that Victoria's going to win? I just, I, Victoria just has no personality. I mean, her, her looks are stunning, don't get me wrong, but her personality is so boring that I just, I don't know. Well, you know what's so funny is on the Dragula subreddit, someone posted an episode from... Remember when they were outdoors and they, uh, Abhor didn't bring some makeup and they were yelling at her, at her when they were in the forest yeah. or something? Yeah. And Victoria is a big shitster in that scene. And people were saying, oh, remember when this is what Victoria was like? And I, and I, have, I don't really have a memory, but I was like, oh, they're saying that she's completely changed her personality uh, for this season. Yeah, and she's she boring. Was more... Yeah, she's very boring. 
Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I personally feel like, I don't know. That's just my opinion, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe. But well, um, we'll find out. Yeah. We will find out very soon. We're going to find out. But Lori, let's jump right into this episode. And not to, yeah, to the episode, but also into this. You know, we have six minutes of audio to get through. It seems to be we take like two, 20 minutes to get through two minutes. So let's see if we can burn through this a little faster than that. But here we go. Right, Jumping right into the fight. Now, the fight's going to take place right when they walk into the cauldron. Here we go. At this point, I am over it. And if I'm going to go home, I'm going to fucking go home with a bang. And I'm... See, this answered your question. Yeah. But see, I don't don't think she's... I don't know. I I think she didn't think it through. That's what I think. I think she was in her feelings and she didn't think it through. I don't deny she was in her feelings. Here we go. Bitches out. Because I am not leaving without letting them know how I really feel. So... So now we're actually back in the... That was a confessional. Now we're in the cauldron. She just said, so... Everyone's sitting down... They have their drinks in their hand, and they're expecting to have some sort of... I will say this. She gives a better fucking cauldron speech than this goddamn Eva Destruction with her boring-ass memorized speech. Yeah, the one that she did in season three. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the, I... Oh, no, don't get me wrong. It, it's it's memorable for sure. Yeah. But I've been fucking furious as fuck, and I was this close of quitting yesterday. Really? This close. Of quitting. Why? Girl, I am sick and tired of the bullshit. I am sick and tired of the drama. I'm sick. Okay, let's stop right there. So she create. she's create. I would <laughs> say her and her friends on the show yeah. have created yes. 90% of the drama. It, and of and I'll show. even say this in a positive way. I'll say this in a positive way. If Melissa, Coco, and Kendra were not on this season, it would have been a very boring season. They oh, have so created boring. 90% of the television and the television drama on this show. And now she's like, I am sick of this drama. I remember uh, when I was you know, younger and I lived with these two girls and they were wild. They were partying and they used to go out and do drugs and shit like that, right? And one night I was asleep. And one uh, one roommate, we'll call her Mindy, was carrying, and I'm changing their names, was carrying Kathy into the room. Kathy was out, right? Like, just out. But she's, like, trying to, almost like carrying dead weight, right? Because okay. Kathy had taken GHB, and she was Were her pants out. off? No, she, her clothes were on. Okay. But uh, she walks in, and she, you know, because she's carrying, she's a, this is... Mindy's not a big girl and she's carrying a, another girl and just dead weight, which is very heavy anyway. And she loses her grip on Kathy and Kathy, who's basically out, swings over and bashes her head into the wall and blood starts coming down, right? Oh my God. And I'm God. sitting there, I'm looking at this happen and Mindy looks at me and goes and says, look at what Kathy just did, <laughs> right? <laughs> And this is what this reminds me of. Yes. They made this mess and they're like, look at what you guys did. Also. Okay. So I agree with you in a, in part, but do you also kind of feel like that maybe it's because she's upset that it's, that the camera isn't focusing on her. Like they're creating the drama, but the camera Mm. seems to be focusing on all the white girls. You know, perhaps, like, perhaps. So maybe she's just like, I'm so tired of your guys' shit mm-hmm. that we've created, but you guys get the focus. But she doesn't say any of that. So I don't know. Yeah, because this is the first time we're going to hear about Victoria being two faced, which is whatever. But look at the people who are left. They don't, they, you know what it is? I just realized it. With the exception of maybe Eva, Coco and Melissa have been doing this tactic, and I don't know if it's intentional or not, where they knock people off their game by causing drama. Yes. But now all those people are gone. Abora's gone. Erica's gone. Kendra's gone. Well, they weren't doing it to Kendra, but Kendra's one of the shit stars. Like, these people are gone. And so now the ones who are left, Eva half-assedly buys into the drama, but Astrid laughs at them. They don't ever go for Hoso. They tried going for Victoria today, which didn't go well. Yeah. And who else is left? 
And you have everybody. Yeah. So, and I think they were like, oh my God, we are out of cards. So now we have to have a tantrum. Yeah, they do have a major tantrum. Uh, yeah. Because there's no, you're right. There are no specifics. There are no, I was just reading this. I was actually reading. I'm talking about all these things I read. There was this article on one of the gay blogs. I think it was Queerty or something like that. Do you know about this trend, this non-binary person who's stealing luggage? No. Do you know about this? Oh, I gotta look up. Who's, no, I gotta look. Who's, what? Yeah. Wait. Why? Uh. Uh. Are they? Are they at the airport? How yeah, are yeah, they yeah. obtaining so, the luggage? Oh, Sam Brinton. Okay. Sam Brinton is a non-binary person who's kind of famous. Okay. And I guess famous for being a non-binary person and like respected in the community and was just arrested for stealing luggage. Sam, they go by they, them pronouns. Uh, Sam had checked into the airport with no luggage, but when they left the airport, there's footage of them. Well, someone had reported their very expensive luggage being stolen. And then there's fat footage of Sam who did not check in with luggage at the luggage terminal sees the expensive piece of luggage and then grabs it and quickly walks out. Okay. And there, so anyway, so this person wrote a think piece on one of these gay blogs. I believe it was Queerty. I could be wrong. And in this op-ed, they talk about how they, this person, the author of this op-ed is a journalist and has been screaming about Sam Brinton and how problematic Sam Brinton is for years. And one of the reasons Sam Britton became famous was they uh, talked about and shared their experience going through uh, gay conversion therapy and, and told these shared these horror stories about it. And what this journalist writing this op-ed uh, thinly in a thinly veiled accusation makes the claim that Sam is lying. They don't say it directly. They go like, "We don't know," but Sam Britton refuses. To share any details about like where was this where was this conversion therapy clinic uh, who was this, who was the therapist because like, the thing that Sam Britton accuses them of would be criminal even in a state that allows it right oh so I like see. who it, who it, can you please tell us where this clinic is yeah who tell the us who the people is. are give us specifics well, let's help these people who are going through it now and Sam Britton changes their story all the time won't give specifics. And whatnot, and it feels going back to Dragula like this. Right now, we're hearing all this stuff on the show. Oh, I'm sick of this drama and the two face and this, but they don't ever give specifics. And when they do, they're shut down. Yeah, and it's also like Amelia, like a nothing burger, like the Victoria. Well, we'll get to it, but yeah. I, I should also I found out that Britain is the deputy assistant secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Production at the Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy for the oh. Biden administration. I don't know. Are they still the member? No, maybe they I resigned. have a feeling no. I have yeah. a feeling no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, did you see the drama? We'll talk out there about the SVU drama. All right. Um, oh, no. On. I didn't see that drama. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. We'll talk out there. It's not anything to do with this. I'm, I'm sure I'll find a way to tie it to this show. But for right now. Please do. Yeah. Please do. I seem to be making any pop culture tie-in right now at any moment I can. So, all right. Car- carrying on. The two faces that goes on back and forth. I'm a fucking real ass bitch and I kept it real with you, 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 and you, and you. I am not going to fucking bullshit anybody. So I like fucking real too. Yeah. What is it? So let's talk right now. What could she be talking about about the two-faced? Well, I think we've seen that she has an issue with the fact that people, which I feel like she's done too, to be honest with you, that people will talk like in the, when they go to the cauldron and they're talking in the beginning of every episode after someone's been eliminated mm-hmm. and they're talking about each queen and like how, Oh, what do you think about this queen? Who do you think was eliminated? And then when the que- a queen shows up like a Bora, mm-hmm. they were like, you know, everyone was like, Oh, happy to see, you know, happy to see you stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's like, that's part of the show. You it's know? also part of being a normal functioning human being in society. And let's not for, let's, lest we forget that episode one or two Melissa was being a fake-ass two-faced bitch to Victoria because she wanted Victoria to join their alliance. And so she had Kendra go and make up to Victoria because they were trying to sweet-talk uh, Victoria into this alliance. Yeah. And 
and yeah, and they seem like they were friends, and then all of a sudden they're they're not friends. Yeah, this is a sudden thing. Yeah, but it's see weird. that, but see that to me doesn't make like I don't know. So I think honestly, I think what she's frustrated by again is that this is shit that they've started that mm-hmm. Victoria or not Victoria, sorry, that Coco and and Melissa and Kendra to mm-hmm. a lesser extent now because she's not on the show, and the the whole time like they started. You know, like the whole time, the the show, focus of the show for this whole episode has been the white girls. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we got, you know, I'm frustrated that we're not getting the attention that mm-hmm. we deserve. That's, just, I don't know. I I actually think going back to what I was saying, and you see this with hot girls all the time, uh, maybe twinks do it too, where they use their sexuality to get their way. And then when that doesn't work, then they have a tantrum, you know? And so, uh, yeah, and so I think that's what we're seeing here. She's she's upset. And I think also, I think, you know, I think there are some people, and I think Melissa B. Fierce might be one of them, that don't know how to process their feelings. You know, and I think there's a good example, because before, she was totally fine. And yeah. then all of a sudden now we're probably like two or three weeks into the show of, of filming. And, but I, and I'm not saying, I'm saying the feelings she's having are genuine, but this, cause this is a, a reality show competition is very, very stressful. And she's in this competition. Plus on top of the fact, her husband left her right before the show started. And now those feelings are starting to bubble to the surface and she doesn't know how to process them like an adult. Or like, a, yes. like, let me rephrase, like a an uh, an evolved human being, an adult. emotionally, yeah. yeah, emotionally competent. Which I I will say this, not to slam Melissa, but I don't know how to do that. Yeah, I, I, and I, I don't always know how to do it. I don't think a lot of people know. So there's like, it's almost like it's like a, a you know, a moment of zen sort of thing to reach to become an emotionally yeah. competent. Per- I'm not, and yeah, so I'm not. I think that. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I think she, I think the juxtaposition, I don't, I honestly, and I'll say this again, she should not have been in the bottom. And I think mm-hmm. she feels that. I think she's frustrated with the fact that she's in the bottom. I think she's angry, you know, that uh, Coco, her friend is in the bottom. So no matter what, somebody, either she's leaving or somebody she actually likes in the show is leaving. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, she's also dealing with her husband. And then also, you know, she's just fresh. I think she's frustrated with how sh- her standing in the show. And that just comes out. And instead of just acknowledging those parts and saying, I'm frustrated and this is how I'm processing, she's turn- choosing to focus, fixate on a aspect of, you know, the show that really is ridiculous <laughs> and, and, and put all her energy and emotion into that. So. All right, let's, let's move on. Okay. Okay. I have nothing but love and respect for you. And there's not been one second that I've ever talked shit about you behind your back. 100%. I, I, Eva, now I will say <laughs> BF, be fierce is right. When she's talking about Eva being a two faced bitch, but well, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. she I mean she is, but the fi- the fact of the matter is is that she will say something and then she'll also say it to their face. I will yeah. say that. She's yeah. but but see everyone knows that. Yeah. So it's like why are you know Alright, here we go. 100% do believe and know for a fact that Eva is a two-faced bitch. Period. Yeah, yeah. This is what I all agree with Melissa here. Eva is 100% a two-faced bitch. But she's like that in all aspects. And she, that's in, in fairness, like. Eva, she's like that to everybody. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I've just been sitting around just listening to everyone just fucking talk shit. And you guys also talk shit behind the fucking production's faces. We are here because of them. I don't do that. You don't- okay, let's stop right here. We're getting to a whole other thing. You're talking shit about production behind their faces. This is where I'm going to actually sort of disagree. I'm going to assume that what Melissa is saying is true. But where I'm going to disagree with her emotion. In this competition, okay, I can imagine being upset in the sisterhood, okay? Fellow contestants. You don't want to be two-faced to them, okay? Yeah. But in a competition, I feel, oh, you'll you'll go crazy. 
you need to have that outlet where you bitch about the bosses, essentially. Yeah. Like, at your school, I'm sure all... People don't know this. Uh, at the end of the week, all the Afterthought hosts, except for me, go to a local bar owned by my cousin Virgil. And they just, you know, have a happy hour where they complain about me and the administration here at Afterthought. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And they all get together. We started, uh, we started burning a, 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 a effigy of you in the bar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been great. Yeah. And they're mad at Teresa in, in accounting. They're mad at all these people, right? And Virgil tells me about that. Huh? I'm not mad at Teresa. I'm not mad at Teresa. Oh. Christian hates Teresa. Oh, really? I don't. I don't hate. It. I just don't think she likes me. So no, Teresa likes you. She told me she likes you. I don't know. Every single time I ask for something, she always goes K in emails, and I'm just well, like, that's All just, right. okay. Let's be honest. That's just the way Chicanas are. They're just like you yeah. know. They're very like shut up. You know, like anyway. And that's very her. Teresa's very yeah, like that is. That's what she. She's says. very happy, but she's like okay. You know, but you can't tell. She either <laughs> hates you good, or she's very yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good impression of Teresa. Yeah, thank you. So anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, so I think it's fair and okay if at the house, because they all live together for their, for, during the duration they're living together, to be like, oh, fucking this person and that person in production and all that stuff, right? Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, I would I don't be, be bitching and moaning about the Fright Feats all the time. I'd be yeah. like, can we not eat another gross thing? Is that possible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm so tired of eating gross things. Well, yeah, even, you know, in the during that Spotify uh, program I was part of, which was in, in essence a competition, we had a separate WhatsApp group from the main one where we could... Find it, kind of be, be more honest and bitch about how we were being treated and whatnot. And so I think you need those outlets. And so I think Zavaleta is wrong here. So I mean, she, uh, Zavaleta, I keep saying that. <laughs> Melissa B. Fierce is wrong here. Yeah. Don't do that. I you're literally got one. You're the first one that's always fucking talking shit because about Because I was direct with them. Now you're going to sit here and say that I'm two-faced and I'm not speaking my fucking mind? Girl, you say shit about the production. You have. I've been honest to them about my feelings. Mm, sure, girl. Big t- which, which again, I'm going to defend Astrid here. Is you can't have it both ways. You can't be like Astrid is really rude to production. Astrid talks shit about production behind its back. Well, it's, which one is it? Yeah. Well, also, yeah. You it, it, those are two totally different personalities. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, she did the same thing with Eva early in the episode where she was got mad at Eva for for and s- s- pretending she was being glib about who she would, you know, who she wants to the finale. Mm-hmm. And sh- she was like, and Eva was like, oh well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way, but that's how. Mm-hmm. I, and it's like so. And then Melissa was like, well, it's how it sounded, girl. You gotta you gotta deal with it. You just gotta. Mm-hmm. De- and so it's like. It's like Melissa will not take anybody anybody saying it. You know, like it's like it's either her her interpretation or no interpretation. Well, here's the thing too: is imagine you're in a reality competition show. Imagine we're on Dragula, okay, and you go back to the house and they're saying shit about production. Wouldn't you be like, <laughs> I'm glad they're doing that because they're going to get the heat and they're going to go, or yeah. they're not going to look good, you or, know. Or if if it or if even worse if you're if when you're doing something with production and somebody's being kind of di- either like quote unquote direct with them or being you know or shit talking them to their face mm-hmm. you know being annoying to them then you could be like oh I'm just gonna play it calm and cool yeah and that person so, and it's like why would you take that on as like a issue like mm-hmm. if if we were doing a show. Right. Mm-hmm. If we were doing mm-hmm. a show and all of a sudden, like, or, or not me and you, because you're the head of it. So like, let's say me and Christian, we're doing, mm-hmm. we're with you on a show and Christian mm-hmm. was being super rude to Zach. I would go like, all right, I'm going to stand back and I'm going to go like, I'm not going to say, cause then Christian's definitely going to get kicked off. Yeah. Cause I don't have to worry about, I'm not, if I'm not rude to this Zach, I don't have to worry about, you know, mm-hmm. Zach's going to say, Hey, Christian's been super rude to me. Yeah. And you could be like, all right. I'm going to, I'll, I'll take care of it. It's like, why would I go like later on be like, Oh, I'm so upset that you're rude to Zach. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Gloria, the one time that you threw Coco under the bus with the Boulay brothers that you were like, Oh, I threw like shade at Coco because she, okay. This is about Victoria. Okay. Now they've, they've shifted to Victoria 
And this is a moment I don't think we saw, right? I don't know about this. Where Victoria told the Boulay brothers that Victoria makes herself last minute. Okay. Before we get into this, I want everyone to listen to this. This is where the show... There must have been so much discussion in the editing bay and and with producers about this. Because what you're going to hear right now when you listen is they're giving up the big lie of the show, which is that the girls make the... So they're saying... So the show wants you to believe that the girls are assigned the task of yes making the outfit and then they what go the to the assignment is what yeah. the requirement is and then they have their stuff and then they go back to the cauldron and they make it yes and that's what they want you to believe but what they're fighting about here is victoria's mad because everyone has shown up not mad but she's sort of like talking shit because everyone has shown up with their outfits but coco is actually building her outfit in the boudoir yeah. Yeah. And they're saying that that's not right, that yeah. you shouldn't be doing that. Yes. And it's like, wait a second. Then yes. why are you, why do we always see you guys building your outfits yes. in the boudoir? Yes. And then they go, I saw you building your outfit. I saw you building your outfit. And then Astrid, maybe this is where we'll end the moment. I'll let you guys listen through all the way through. We'll, we'll end it when Astrid gives one of, whether it was intentional or not, one of the best pieces of shade that there's ever been on the show. Uh, I might need to go find the shade rattle and play it after we hear it because it is shade. All right, here we go. Here's that fight fighting about accusing people of actually using the boudoir to build their outfits. Here we go. He makes her shit last minute. That to me is a fucking red flag. I will own up to saying that thing about Coco. When I said that, it was honestly a read on everyone that is making their shit the day before. Because there is a lot of people here that are making their shit two days, maybe one Who's day before. Who's a lot before. of people? Say who? You are making this today. I wasn't making this today. You were stoning. I was I'm stoning. Are y'all done stoning. or prepared? My shit was already fucking done. I was motherfucking if you're stoning. If you prepared, it should be fully fucking done. I'm not mistaken. You were working on your shit too. So what if I was? So why are you? <laughs> What's Victoria's like? And so what if I was? You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Victoria's yeah, doing like what all of them are doing which is she's clapping at them but it's like dude you're doing the same shit you know yeah. all right but anyway, so. so now coco's jumped in here we go even talking fucking tired of this shit throw your drink while you're at it excuse me just said throw your drink while you're at it you seem very mad bitch the fuck oh, this is where like then she starts taking her gloves off right which to me the what uh melissa's response is very like okay you just totally like yeah. shut me down all right. Yeah. I do want to point out that it's shit like this that makes it real fucking difficult to be a part of this sisterhood. Okay, what does that mean? It's shit like this that makes it real difficult to be part of this sisterhood. What does that mean, Calling, Lori? Not allowing them to just shit on them and 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 just take it. Calling them out. That's what it is. Coco and Melissa want to be able to just be angry and say whatever the hell they want mm-hmm. and have no repercussions. And they're upset because these girls won't let them do that. Yeah, it's very, very straight. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was, I, I pissed around with for later. All right, here we go. Sorry if I said one shady comment when all y'all say shady shit all the time. Here's the thing about like, it, though. One thing for me, and I'm just the enemy at this fucking point. I'm so... Which I think that that reveals that Victoria was trying to be on her best behavior throughout this whole thing because she's acknowledging yeah. that she said one thing and now she's the enemy. That's true. Yeah, she's she keeps she recognizes that what she said was shady and that she could have said more. Mm-hmm. So All yeah, right. I didn't I didn't hear. Yeah, that's here, here a good we go. Point. Oh, sorry, I'm prepared for this, and y'all aren't. And I did not. Which is true. All right. I know that's how you felt. It also doesn't matter. Like, I'm who's... T- Astrid, one thing I have to point right. out that really... Okay, let me let this play through, and then I'm going to have to jump back to this, because I want to analyze what just happens here a lot. So we're going to let it play through, and then I'm going to jump back. All right. Irritates me okay. that you do. You're never backing me. Ever. Do you want to hear me back you? I'm going to do it right now. I think that it's okay that you c- create your drag last minute. It's... Okay, I'll back you. I think it's okay that you make your track last minute. <laughs> well, she did ask her to back her. Yeah. <laughs> she, Coco, don't open the door if you don't want to ask yeah. her to walk through it. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Oh, no. All right. The one thing I hate about Farago is it doesn't let you really 
But also, I will say that it I, Astrid does have a point. Mm-hmm. I mean, Victoria has a point too, but Astrid has a point. And Coco, to an extent, has a point. It, she, you know, Coco knows how to sew. She knows what she's doing. I mean, I don't think she's putting her all into it. And that's why her outfits haven't come out Mm -hmm. to be the most amazing. But she is coming out with interesting pieces Mm -hmm. and she is creating characters and she is, you know, she's still in the competition and she's and Victoria's apparently brought her stuff and Coco's doing it last minute. So they're still on even playing field. So here we go. I went backwards a little bit. So you're going to hear, because I want to stop and talk about what Coco says right now. Like, I'm so, Astrid, one thing I have to point you're out right. that really irritates me that you do, you're never backing me. And- Why does Astrid have to back Coco? I don't know. I, I, think yeah. maybe, I think maybe what she's saying in general is like, because she was saying in the beginning that this is a sisterhood. And I think she's saying in general, she just doesn't feel supported by them. No, but this but this has been something that's been gnawing at Coco for a long time, specifically with the love triangle. That notice that with, with um Abora, this came up with Coco since the beginning. You know, Coco hated Abora and hated even more that Hoso and Astrid did not just fucking uh, throw Abora to the wolves. Hated it. Yeah. It bothered her. And then when Abora yeah. was finally gone. She was like, fuck you too, because you guys, I've been saying Abora was a problem from the beginning, and you guys said I was wrong. By the way, these, this is their friend. They're, they care very deeply for Abora, right? Astrid and Hoso do. And so now it's something that's still like, why is it specifically that Astrid has to have Coco's back? I don't get that. I don't why know. does anybody I... have to have any? Like, imagine another reality yeah. show. Imagine another reality show where they said to the other queen, uh, or contestant, I'm mad at you because you didn't have my back. Why? I'm competing against you. Well, I will say this. I I don't see it, but Melissa and Coco have apparently been saying that that either apparently off air or some that the the girls refer to themselves as a sisterhood and that they always have each other's backs, right? Mm-hmm. And I will say that you know I think personally that it's through the the machinations of Melissa and Coco that this is happening, but mm-hmm. it seems like they are not f- always fully supported. Um, you know, but I mean, honestly, it's cause they const- they're constantly taking the contrarian stance. And so it's like, well, you can't, we can't support you if you're always going to be, you know, fighting against us. All right, I just realized I haven't taken a break. Let me take a break. And when we come back, we'll jump to the rest of this audio. We'll be back right after this. Okay, we are back to analyzing the fight between Coco Kane, well, Melissa B. Fierce, and the rest of the cast. Where we left off is Coco's just yelled at Astrid for never having her back. Astrid's going to throw her amazing shade right now. Ever. Do you want to hear me back you? I'm going to do it right now. I think that it's okay that you create your drag last minute. It's not last minute. I would have totally said (laughs) that on camera not to seem like it was fully behind your back and not to come free. This is Victoria because she sounds close enough to ask. You might be confused. So Victoria has now explained that she would have said it on camera. Okay. You, Melissa, when the camera turns on, you turn into a raging bitch. Okay. This is the first we've ever heard of this. So... Yeah, I do kind of like that they're calling it out because, look, this is something that I feel like is with every competition show. Mm -hmm. Everyone changes their personality a little bit when the Mm -hmm. camera comes on. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's to be expected. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to be more of, you know, the person you, like, you need to be a more uh, accentuated person. You need to be more vocal. You need to be, you know. Yeah. You're not going to be yourself in a competition show. So the fact that they're calling each other out for being two-faced, I think is a little ironic because they're yeah. all two-faced. Yeah. All right, here we go. That's why I want to fucking get the fuck out because seriously, like just what you just doing now, bitch, whatever. Is it the it, truth it, or it, what? No, it's not the truth, baby girl. Then why do you turn on like that and just turn because into a I bitch? am upset. I do talk like this. Okay. When I'm with my friends, I do say yes, mama. Anyway. It's fucking draining. I saw you were hit hurting like, yesterday, but exactly. What the fuck? 
Okay, well, analyze what's going on here, Lloyd. What's going on here? I think basically Victoria, because they're they used to be friends, or I think they're friends and they're fighting, and I think Victoria is genuine. I think Melissa is genuinely is still in in competition mode in reality mm-hmm. competition mode, trying to say to Victoria, "Look, you saw that I was hurting as a friend. Why didn't you come and and you know come and come and support me?" And then Victoria was like, "I saw that, but." I can't come and support you while we're on television because you turn into a completely different person. Yeah. Yeah, which is very fair. And also, you know, to be honest with you, she probably can't say this. How does she know that this being in her feelings isn't part of the persona on camera and real or not? Yeah, because they showed a couple episodes ago when Victoria had the chance to eliminate someone, right? Mm -hmm. When she had the, the power to vote. They said something like, you know, Victoria needs a, she needs a calm workroom or she, she freaks out. And they showed a clip of her kind of getting a little stressed out and that's like regular show stress, you Mm -hmm. know? So how is, how is Victoria supposed to know that what Melissa's feeling isn't just show stress? It's not like more something emotional. Yeah. All right, here we go. I think the issue here is there's a lack of accountability happening. Melissa, you don't want to take accountability for the fact that you turn into a fucking raging bitch on camera. You don't like this to take accountability true. of you being a brat. It's a- okay. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this statement right here. It's going to happen. So Astrid says again, Shady, look, I'm trying to sort everything out. Melissa, you don't want to take accountability for the fact that you turn into a raging bitch when the camera comes out. And then Coco jumps in. This is where it gets very childish. She goes, well, you don't want to take responsibility for you being annoying. And she goes, okay, I'm annoying. She goes, well, then maybe she's... It doesn't make any sense. It's like, a chi- it's like I, children. There's a, I think this is the moment where... You know, Astrid says something like, well, I'm not on the chopping block. And and Coco goes, well, maybe you are on the chopping block. And it's yeah. like, no, she's not. She's yeah. not in the bottom two. <laughs> it was very nice. It's, it's playground uh, bullying here. Here we go. This long. <laughs> okay, it takes time. Here I am. It takes time. Here she is. She might not have the time. You might not have the time. <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> there we go. That's it. That's it. Yeah. She might not have the time, meaning that she's on the chopping block. And Coco goes, you might not have the time. And it's like. What are you talking about? Yeah. She's not on the bottom. Girl, I love just, how she it's, just it's, repeats everything she says. Yeah, it's just it's I do this all the time as a joke when someone's will be someone will say like um I can't think of the more ridiculous is the better, you know, like like um that house is ugly. No, no, it doesn't make any sense. Uh she's as big as a house and I'll go you're a house or something like that, right? Yeah, and, I do that. Yeah, it's just it makes no sense, but that makes it funny, right? My mom, my mom, like I, the other day she goes, are you going to be late? And I was like, your face is going to be late. Yeah. Like, and Laura, the joke you're is like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. But that's, it's, Coco is being genuine and saying, like, you don't have time. And you're like, well, what do you make any logical sense? Yeah. It makes no sense. By the way, I want to get your opinion on something here. This reminds me of this. Yes. Everyone, I, what? I've told my friends about my anger here, and the consensus has been unanimous, but I won't say which way. Okay. Okay. But I was in a group, I'm in a group thread, and I kind of want to leave the group thread, but I know it would cause so much drama to leave the group thread. So now I just put up, even I mute that, because there, there's this text. Is it me- like a, a texting thread? Yeah, yeah, like a texting thread with some friends. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. And one of the friends is going through it, and I think kind of going through a nervous breakdown, if I'm being honest, right? And she keeps posting, like, this is not like her. And she's posting, like, endless memes, which is not like her at all, right? And one of the memes she posted the other day, right, is a dialogue, a fake dialogue between Aladdin and Jasmine, okay? And the meme, Aladdin says, I can show you the world. And then Jasmine says, okay. And then Aladdin says something along the lines of, actually, why don't we just fly around my, our town? Right, so okay. all the girls in this group thread are like ha 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 ha, and faggot musical theater me is like, that's not true. And I go, I write in the thread. I go, that's not true. I go, I'll go double check right now, but I'm gonna go look at the YouTube video. But they, I think he does take her around the world, right? And I go and watch it, and you know, uh, you know, Aladdin takes place in now present day Baghdad. And so it's not near. So they go to the pyramid, which is near there. 
and then they go to Greece and they go to China. They may be going to other parts. There's even nature scenes, but these are the places I recognize. But the scene ends in China, okay? So I come back and say, this joke is false because it's not true because in the song, he takes her all over the world. And everyone in the group thread got super mad at me. Like, what's your fucking problem? And I'm like, the what joke is inherently false. It, 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 the joke fails because there's no truth. Right? I didn't see that as the joke. I thought it was just like a guy saying, let me show you the world. And then he's so, and then he's just really cheap. And he goes, oh, never mind. I don't want to show you the no, world. No, I think the joke was that they didn't go. No, because why was it Aladdin and Jasmine? Because Aladdin says, let me show you the world. Yeah, I'm, I, can sh- I can show you the world. But I think he's saying in the scene, they don't go, they don't leave Agrabah. Oh, I didn't get that at all. That's what I, the way I took it. And then they got mad at me. And I said, well, the joke is, and my, my friend was fighting with me about it yesterday. I said, listen, if you had a joke where it's like Dracula, I want to suck your blood. And the guy goes, okay. And then he goes, never mind, I'm going to break your arm. That doesn't make any sense because Dracula actually sucks your blood. I <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I want to not agree with you, but I ended a friendship over a joke like that. Okay. Tell me. Um, I had a friend who we used to meet up and write jokes together. Okay. All right. And um, she wrote a joke where it was something about serial killers. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was like, oh, I'm really into serial killers. And I love Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Charles Manson is not a serial killer. He's yeah. a cult leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could say you're really into cult leaders. And yeah. she goes, no, because I want to continue with a couple other, like, uh, you know, Ted Bundy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, but Charles Manson's not a serial killer. Yeah. So it's not going to make sense because you, Charles, and you, she goes, no, people will, they won't care. And I go, no, Charles Manson's not a serial killer. Like, it makes no sense. The joke makes sense. And she goes, yes. well, I, I just like it that way. And I go, well. Charles Manson's not a serial killer, though. Yeah. So you like it. So then I did like four jokes, and I can't remember what they were, but I just essentially came up with four jokes where I was like, I'm really into basketball players. Like, I love uh, Aaron Rodgers. I love him. I really yes. love him. Yeah. Yes. And then I was like, yes. and she goes, she was like, oh, well, Aaron, you know, is not a basketball player. I go, it's so what? I like the joke. Yes. I like the joke. So I'm keeping yes. it. And then we essentially were like, okay, we got to call the day. And then I just never talked to her again. Lori, I'm with you on this. The joke, <laughs> there has to be a kernel of truth to yes. the joke or it's not funny. Yeah. So I didn't see I didn't see the joke in that, but if that's if that's what they're claiming the joke was, why were they upset with you? I don't understand why they were upset with you. What were they well, saying? It, it, there's two different things. So the group thread, they were just like, just leave it alone, okay? Then when I've told this story to other friends, might they have gotten like upset with me that what why do I care? Why am I doing this? I don't know. This is how Trump won the presidency. I know. I, Lori, this is I how agree Trump with you. Won. This is how Trump won is that people are just like, who cares? It's just it, whatever. It is yes. what it is. It's like, no, th- there's truth and then there's not truth. Yes, you're there's right. There's truth and then there's false. You're right. They're making a really good point. That, yes, yeah. It's the be- it is how fake news starts. Yes. Because that happened. You know, it's funny that you say that. I got in a fight with my dad yesterday. I didn't see the connection. But my dad, even though they're liberal, he watches... A lot of fake news, like the equivalent of fake news, but for liberals. Okay? Yeah. And so yesterday he was watching YouTube and there was a a YouTube video and the title was Trump shuts down Jim Jordan or lies to save Jim Jordan. And my dad says, who's Jim Jordan? I tell him Jim Jordan is congressman, was, you know, complicit in this... (laughs) <laughs> molestation, molestation scandal. of molestation but scandal so apparently it really cares about kids yeah so. and so uh and then he goes well what is what happened here i go i've never heard of this and he plays the video and the video has nothing to do with it it has to do with carrie lake suing arizona right maricopa yeah. county and i go yeah. oh the headline was a lie to get you in and he, I, I tell him go that ignore that channel d- d- block them and he goes why I go, that headline was a lie. And he goes, well, but the story is true. And I go, this is how it starts. This is how it starts. Next thing you know, he's anti-vax. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
<sighs> pretty soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it, it's ridiculous. Anyway, back to this. I know how we got here. Sound bites are popping today. The question here is like, how does this relate to why you should stay? Because it's a- that's a good point Astrid makes. Like, okay, well, getting back to reality, how does any of this relate why you should stay, Melissa? But see, I think that Melissa knew going in that she was she wasn't going to yes, stay. I, I think agree as soon as she entered the workroom, I think she was like, I'm not, I'm not coming back. Yeah, I agree. It's Amy, important. I don't give a fuck at this point. If I go home, I'll fucking go home. Right. Do you ever do this during Dragula? I do this all the time, when especially intense moments like this, where they're having a very real emotional moment. She's having a real moment here, but she has those big fake teeth, and they're walking, and she's dressed yeah. like a sea monster. And then yeah. you see like a sea monster drinking a drink, looking at her have this moment, and and an octopus is having it's, this discussion with her. It's very, it's very funny. Yeah. And I also loved Hoso in this, where she's just like, I'm just going to sit here and drink yeah. my drink. And I was just like, I, I look, I think Hoso should have gone home. Mm-hmm. Or no, I think Coco should have gone home, but I think Hoso should have been in the bottom. Yeah. But I do love that Hoso was just like, not engaging. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not, I know, I know what I need to do, and it's to sit here and be quiet. All right. Here we go. All right. Then go. Everything is building up. And at this point, I, I want to quit. I want to quit. I don't think it was at that point. I think it was the point when they put you in the bottom two. Yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. I feel like she she had planned, that, like, if I'm in the bottom, I'm going to quit. Yeah, because I'm that, that was the question I was going to ask you right now. Let's say they didn't put Melissa in the bottom. Do you think she would have quit still? I think if Coco was in the bottom. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. But I think that... Uh, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe she still would have gotten in the fight, but she wouldn't have had this moment that, you know, had the continuation of the moment yeah. where she's like crying and yeah. saying she's going to quit. All right, here we go. Reality is that no one's innocent in this situation, even Melissa. There's been multiple moments where I've seen her go off and have conversations about people behind their backs, too. That is very true. They go to the cauldron. They go, let's go to the cauldron yeah. and talk shit about these people. Yes. Yeah. They were talking shit about Eva and and uh, Astrid just like five seconds ago when they were in the cauldron. When they were they were like, "I'm so over this shit." Like, yeah. you know, that that's talking shit about them, whether you like it or not. That's talking shit about them. All right, you're still family. I don't, I don't. Where did this come from? Where Victoria does these crocodile tears about you're still family. I think the thing is, is I I feel like there's genuinely some turmoil with Melissa and Victoria that's on another level mm-hmm. where I genuinely feel like in the moment when I think when they had that argument, I think Melissa genuinely was like, you hurt you hurt me because you didn't recognize as my friend that I was hurt. Mm-hmm. And I think Victoria realized that she's been so caught up in the show that she's been just thinking that Melissa's acting this way because of the show and not because of anything else. Mm-hmm. And so I think now she's realizing that maybe there's something else going on with Melissa that she's completely ignored. And I think that is causing her to be emotional because I think she truly does care for Melissa and she yeah. wants, she's her friend and wants to be her friend. I mean, I could be, ta- I'm probably talking out of my ass, mm-hmm. but that just seems to me what that moment was. I mm-hmm. think that was like a purely genuine moment where i think victoria was like don't leave i'm sorry like you're still family we still want you in the show and i think i think that was just her like coming to grips with the fact that she sort of let her friend down a little bit all right here we go please don't like shut out i don't want you to feel like we don't have your back Oh, please. I wish she runs away. Oh, 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 okay. All right. We'll just. <laughs> I will say, can we. Yeah. Sorry. Can we pause for a second? I don't know if necessarily Asher meant it this way, but I do feel like in that moment, and it could just be because of all the pressure and everything, and but it felt very disingenuous when Asher said, I don't, I don't want you to think that we don't have your back. And I think that was like the catalyst because that's exactly what Melissa is saying. You don't have my back. And then Asher just sort of like half-heartedly like, oh, I don't want you to think well, that. Well, I also think, I think you're right. And I also think the problem is Astrid should have been Hoso. And what I mean is they all have a fucking boner for a hate boner for Astrid. And probably the smart thing was for her not to talk because I think Astrid saying that specifically this fucking bitch that they hate that she hates saying that she has her back does send her over the edge. Yeah. 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 And I actually, I want people to know, I think the tears are genuine. Again, I think this is now a catharsis for her. And everything is coming up. Finally, all this emotion she's been. She does have that personality, it seems like, where she wants to seem as tough 
You know, she's Melissa yeah. B. She's Melissa motherfucking B. Fierce, right? And yeah. people who are fierce do not show emotion. Nothing bothers them. And when you bottle that down for long enough, it's going to come up. You know, I think that's why she ran, to be honest yeah. with you. I think that's why she ran, because she knew she was about to cry and she knew she was about to share mm-hmm. a lot of raw emotion. And she didn't want to do that in front of these other these other ladies. Yeah. So she she was just like, I got to go. I can't be in this room. Yeah. <laughs> just let her go. Just let her do what she needs to do. <laughs> Melissa, 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 talk to me. <laughs> I think this is the part where I'm all, oh, it's Zavaleta. Please talk yeah. to me. I just want to leave. I just, I don't want to be here. How are we supposed to call ourselves her friends? Okay, now this is where I'm going to switch right now. And this is now where I think now that she's left in tears, I think people are being a little bit more real here. And I know I talk a lot of shit on Coco and all that jazz. But I think this is where we're going to see that Coco is a real friend. Coco is a good person and really is actually, I think bitches are pretending to care. But I think Coco is the only one that really does care, you know? Oh, I think that other people care. I don't look, I don't think Ava or Hoso or Astrid care. But mm-hmm. I think maybe Victoria, I think Victoria yes, genuinely cares. I'll give you that. I'll I give think, you that. I think that they're just sort of, she's just sort of at a loss for what to do because she recognizes that Melissa's upset with her mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to cause more frustration by going out to her. But she also wants her to still, so she's just like, sort of like, I'll let her process her emotions. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I genuinely feel in that moment, I was a little frustrated with Eva who's just like, just let her do her thing. It's like, this woman is falling on the ground. Yeah crumpled like you know crying her eyes out Mm -hmm. and i would hope in that moment that somebody would would come up to me and be like you know are you you know like the producer yeah and it's just like it's to me i just felt like it just shows that eva look i mean they don't have to be the best of friends but it definitely shows to me that eva does not necessarily care about anybody in this competition like she's just sort of like you know what it's it is what it is let's just move on so even. Everything just hit me all at once. Everything, everything, everything. <gasps> that fucking sucks. What's making you upset? Everything. Just them, just the way they're acting, like not fessing up to shit. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. The way they're well, acting, not fessing up to shit. Fessing up to what? I think the problem is, again, I think the problem is, again, is that she's dealing with so much emotion and she can't, she cannot like competently mm-hmm. address it so instead she's narrow focusing on this at this aspect that she's created in her head of their two-faced and they're not acknowledging it and so that is the thing that she's she's now believing she's now gaslit herself essentially mm-hmm. to believe that that's why she's truly upset when it's like no if it's true which you mm-hmm. know i don't know i'm still jury still out but if it's true that her husband did leave her that's a horrific that's an awful thing to happen to you plus you have the stress of the show mm-hmm. you know and it's just like i i would break if that yeah. happened i mean anyone would break mm-hmm. and so i think that she's just not able to she's not able to recognize this is why she's breaking and yeah. instead she's like no it's because these two-faced bitches yeah. there, i'm sitting there like if i'm the fucking one looking stupid now because i'm speaking my, my fucking truth and there's not that competition i would want to leave for is because of the fucking the fucking shady ass fake ass bitches that they are they made everything clear for me they just don't give a fuck and i'm not gonna give a fuck either so why should i even fucking stay i think you're right because what everything she just said right now makes no sense that she can't that she yeah, they're not speaking her truth, and they don't. I, that was none of the conversation we saw, unless they cut it out. I don't know what they're talking, what she's talking about. Well, I think she's basically saying that she called them two faced bitches, and that they didn't say you're right, you're right, I'm wrong. I'll fall on my sword. Yeah, and, and then you know, Victoria and, didn't say I'll leave. Yeah. I'm gonna quit the I'll competition. Leave, yeah. So that Victoria you... didn't say I'll leave because I said that thing to Coco. Yeah, no, and, and to Coco and, to the Boulets. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, to the no. I, I mean, sorry about Coco. Yeah. And then, yeah, Astrid, Eva, and uh, Victoria didn't just immediately get up and leave yeah. and pack their things. Yeah. And then, you know, and so I think that that is, that's where, that's where she's at right now. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I, just let Coco stay. You see? Just let Coco stay. <sighs> Do you want to go back in there and see them or no? No. I'm done. No. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, I just spoke with Melissa. Okay. I like this part right here. I mean, there's been a very traumatic moment. She's left in here. She's she's said multiple times she wants to quit. She's done. She's out of here. And also, wait, by the way, she's up for elimination too. So like, 
that there's a 50 yeah. 50 shot at best that she's going home you know so uh and then he comes in and says this Lisa, she does not wish to continue the competition and she does not wish to come back into the cauldron and they're like oh my god like oh my god. it's like they said melissa just walked out and she jumped yeah. off the building and has died well <laughs> Yeah, it's also like they forgot that she was like up for eliminate. Yes. Like they were like, it's almost like Eva. It's almost like a Coco and Hoso are uh, up for elimination, yes. and Melissa all of a sudden quits. And yes. they're like, "This is totally out of left field." Yes. What did we? Where? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> Damn. What? Like, oh my god. I'm so fucking disappointed, and honestly, I can't even blame her. This just fucking sucks, man. I I don't know how to handle this. I already she can't handle it. Like, no, she doesn't know how to handle the fact that a person was possibly going to go home, and is now going home. Feel a void, and it doesn't she feels feel a void. Right. And she, you know what? Already, fuck this shit. I'm not <laughs> already, that type of bitch. Already. I'm fine. I'm my home girl. This is not. Give me my motherfucking mustache. <laughs> Give my motherfucking mustache. What? fuck well that's the audio i didn't put the, i didn't put the talk between melissa and uh coco in there it wasn't worth it but yeah that's that's the yeah. fight in the cauldron it ends with melissa quitting and everyone being floored floored that she quit i was i also do find it a little funny and this just goes to show that the boulet brothers are kind of vicious is that they still made her climb up on there and then they still dropped her. Like, I thought that I was like, yeah, they were like, if you're going to quit, you still got to go out the way. Or you say know, something nice to, to her. Like, yeah, you know, Melissa, we know you're quitting and we're going to send you to the backs of the oblivion, but uh, it's been great having you. And I know you went through a lot. And... I gotta be Astro. I, even though I understand where she's coming from, she's still a quitter. She yeah. still quit the show. I mean, I honestly, the only time, look, the only time I ever get frustrated with reality competition shows, well, I get frustrated all the time, but with co- with competitors is when they quit because you think about, you know, another person could have taken that place and would have ho- potentially won, and mm-hmm. you're taking that opportunity and you're quitting. Yeah. I know that it doesn't work out, like, 100% that way, but that's where my thoughts go to. So it's I, like, yeah, we could have had somebody I, else in there. I think the problem is, yes, I think 99.99% of the time you're right. Okay, but I think all these queens in their head think they're Ben de la Creme showing her own lipstick on All Stars 3, you know, which that was like, but the, the difference is that was iconic because Ben was winning every fucking week and then went in and quit. You know, yes. like Ben wasn't even up for elimination. Ben had Ben had won that episode, actually. Yeah. Yeah. She That was the reason why she had the she could choose. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, that's the difference. And so she Ben is held up for, as iconic for doing that. But then it, you're right. It's it's more akin to Angina, who took who begged and campaigned for a spot on All Stars and then quit All Stars, and then quit because it was she realized that you know it was it was tough. Yeah. Um. I I have a question for you. Yes. Do go you ahead. Think, mm-hmm. So remember they said in the fright feats, if somebody can't do their duties, they'll kick them off. <laughs> And then they'll bring back somebody else. Yeah. So do you think they're bringing back? And I think the last person to be officially eliminated was Abora. So do you think they're bringing back Abora? No, because they eliminated someone. I, oh, I thought you were going to say, wouldn't it be great if someone can't do the fright feet next week and they have to oh. bring back Melissa? Oh, I didn't even think about that. That would be hilarious. That yeah. would be hilarious. Yeah. I wonder if she would come back. I, don't know. I wonder. I wonder if she would. I think that I gotta be honest with you. I feel like the only reason why she quit was because she was in the bottom. Yeah. I think the both Coco and, and her, they're both their egos are so fragile that it's like they can't even handle being in the they can't even handle being in the bottom. Yeah. Which you know, it sucks. But at this you know, every except for I feel like except for Victoria, every single one of them has been in the bottom. Yeah. So all right, Lloyd. Well, quite the episode. Where I think, based on what I'm seeing, we're going to see who the final three are next week, or final four, and then the finale is the final week after that. So, any thoughts going into the? Who, who, let's let's pretend. Let's pretend that they do eliminate two next week. Who would you predict are the two going home next week? Uh, I mean, I think if I, I probably. Eat, <sighs> 
Astrid and Eva, I feel like, are two of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they're two... They have just as... They, they do well, and then they also do, don't do well just as much. So I'm going to say just pay, purely based off of annoyance, I'm going to say Eva probably is going to be in the bottom and going home. And then, I mean, unless Coco pulls it out of her ass, I would say probably Coco. I'm going to agree with you. I think if it's two people going home, it's Coco and Eva. But who knows? Um, Anything can happen. But who knows? Yeah, I could see yeah. an Astrid also being mixed in there. But uh, yeah. Even though you I feel Astrid's been crushing the looks. I think, you know what? I think I think she's been doing a good job, but I just feel like she's missing the mark. Because the Belay Brothers are always like, we like it, but they, we just want something else. Well, she does extra. that weird jerky movement on everything she does. She's not a good performer. And that's something that Coco has. I think out of we're now in that position where Coco is the best performer out of all those girls. And they have to look at who not because remember like you were saying the dragula show Mm -hmm. is primarily looks Mm -hmm. but the actual live show you need to be able to perform you need to be able to have a performance you know to with them hosa we know has done it so they know that she's could do it Mm -hmm. right so i feel like hosa is going to be safe and i think coco might be could potentially they could save her because they want a good performer yeah that's not a bad. That's not a bad uh, uh, outlook there. All right, Lori. Well, why don't we call it a day there? Uh, All right. Thank you for doing this very special episode. I'm glad we we went an hour and plus minutes. You know. Yes. And so I'm glad we saved it for another yeah. day. And imagine uh, we, we had do- done it the first day that we would have been there till like <sighs> eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, it would have been awful. No one wants to hear a two hour show. All right, no. Lori. We will see you next week for Dragula season one, Titan season one, episode eight, uh, right here on Afterthought Media. Oh, uh, for Joe Batanz and myself. I mean, Joe Batanz and myself. So long! For Lori Roggenkamp and myself. So long, uglies! Thank you for listening to Hello Uglies. Have something to say? Email us at helloUglies at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L-A-U-R-I, the letter U, L-I-A-R. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank you.